Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew. Hi, everybody. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good today. How you feeling today, Dr. Cooper? So great. So great. He knows I'm feeling so great. Uh, I've just been jumping around my apartment. I feel so great. The last three times we were together, there were these really anxiety-inducing emails that came in while we were talking. And then the final outcome of the third one is spring is going to have enough money to eat this year. So... (laughs) I just got a really great email. So yeah, we're feel- I'm feeling good. What are we talking about today? <laughs> so this is a really weird time for a lot of reasons, but um, we got a question uh, from a male listener who's a freshman in college who just moved into the dorms. For those of you who don't know, dorms are like, hotel rooms, but they're dirty and small, and there's a ton of people all crowded together. Um, So this this guy's question is, uh, you know, he's in a new place for the first time. He grew up in a conservative area that didn't really have much, you know, exposure to other people. And uh, now he's feeling very horny, and he doesn't know how to deal with it. And uh, I think we can talk a lot about all of these situations, but... um, College is a time where people do feel kind of horny. Yeah. And I mean, this is a great follow up to last week's because, you know, we were talking about like, how do we manage feeling sexually excited and wanting to see people in the times of coronavirus? So I love this because, you know, um, managing like how we feel about sex and how we feel about like wanting to either masturbate or to have partnered activities um, when we have constraints around us can be really difficult. And this is another example of some types of constraints that you're living in. And I mean, I think we could even expand this to help. I'm living in my parents' house again. <laughs> ah, what do I do? I mean, and it's really important for us to say, like, feeling horny is natural, normal, healthy. Um, and I mean, I remember when I left and moved out of my parents' house, all of that freedom on top of that is almost overwhelming. Like, it's my time. There's no bedtime. There's no one looking at me. I don't have to be anywhere at any specific times except to classes. Um It's pretty awesome. So congratulations. If you are uh, in college and you're listening to this episode, like we're super proud and excited for you. Um, But all of those like freedoms come with those constraints, like uh, Spring said. And I think that we should just talk for a couple minutes about it. I have a whole bunch of solutions. I lived in the dorms. I've had tons of roommates and apartments and figuring out how to deal with horniness with someone else who's like four feet away from you, who is a person you're not having sex with, is a challenge. <laughs> As Andrew is saying this, he is holding a little emojivator, which is um, an emoji-shaped vibrator. This one specifically is an eggplant, and he is, like, talking very, like, what's it called when you gesticulate a lot? <laughs> very excitedly with an eggplant in his hand. <laughs> we should see if that company is still... Uh, in business. And if they are, are. we should see if they'll give us some more emoji baiters to give out to people. We used to have a discount code with them. I wonder if we still do. Emoji baiters are so cute and um, functional. (laughs) Cute and functional. What? That's pretty much all I look for in my life. (laughs) I wonder if what his roommate would say if he had an emoji baiter just sitting out in 
his room. I mean, I don't know. I think that's exactly what they're designed for. <laughs> I leave mine just sitting out in my office. All anyone who comes in gets to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm pretty confident in my like my sexual orientation and my sex drive and my sex conversations. I'm really forward about all of it. But I don't think a lot of 17 and 18 year olds have that kind of confidence to leave a little mask, a little vibrator out on top of their their desk or even in like, you know, inside of their dorm room. Um, so m- my first suggestion, and this is going to be a big surprise to everybody out there, is communicate. Right? <laughs> Wait, what? I can guarantee you that your roommate also is probably like, Ugh, how do I handle all of the how normal masturbation? This? <laughs> uh, how do I handle all of these changes? And I no longer have the privacy that I used to have. And it's going to be awkward. It's going to be a weird conversation. But I can guarantee you're going to have a lot of roommates over the next four years. And if you can start having these early, um, you'll find out that everybody has the same sort of feelings about it um so communicate and start talking about it that's that that's my first my first tip and if you need some help you can have them listen to this episode yeah i mean so first of all i think um we kind of assumed i feel like maybe maybe we kind of assumed that this was a male um from the way that we started talking about this, but I don't think we have that information, do we? Do we have what gender this person was? How they identify? They do not reveal... The, oh, hold, hold on, everybody, I'm reading. It's a bit, it, <laughs> sometimes when you submit questions, they're very long, which is good. Um, I'm glad that they're long, but I have to go through. Um, I assumed it was a male too but no we there this could be male this could be female yeah. could be non-binary um yeah. so i mean i just want to talk yeah a little bit about like um so we kind of assumed a male um thinking um as we started talking about that but we don't know the gender of somebody and anybody um everybody feels horniness everybody feels um some type of uh way about wanting some alone time. (laughs) And so, um, yeah. And I think that, um, this idea of communication is really about like, you know, talking about how can you have a little bit of alone time? How can you have a little bit of time to yourself in the dorm room? And how can you like schedule that? And how can you schedule that for each of you and make sure that there's, um, some systems in place and systems about like, you know, uh, texting um maybe when you're coming back or maybe there's like something you put on the door if you're um in the middle of some alone time that would be awkward if it was disrupted (laughs) you know what we used to call that i used to sexile my roommates whenever there were things going on in the room we called it sexile like instead like exile but with sex in it but um thanks for the explanation sexile uh and this was before texting was super prevalent you might have to like aol instant messenger dating myself um but yeah i mean there's all of those strategies that you can use like hanging something on the door can you tell me what sexile means right so uh like whenever me or any of my roommates were engaging in sexual congress whenever there was someone else in the room or if we wanted some alone time we would hang something on the doorknob and the other person would know not to come in so they were sexiled so they were exiled from the room because they I were was doing something sexual. i see i right. see 
But I mean, that actually caused all kinds of conflict over the years as well for two different reasons. First of all, getting sexiled kind of sucks. Like you're tired and you, or you have to study, you need something. Mm. Like, oh, how long are they going to be in there? The second is for every minute that you sexile your roommate, you agree to be sexiled for an equal amount of time. So there's a lot of time that you have to spend out of your room. But I mean, it's, it's probably worth it, especially if your libido is all jacked from being in college and having freedom and having all of these people around. Um, so my advice with sexile is just just be careful with how much you sexile your roommate. That's it. And just be really considerate. Yeah. So <laughs> did, wait, could you just like, okay. So like, I am imagining that you're just like sending someone out of the room, but it's not like you're like saying, can you leave now? Or is it? Is that in the rules? Are you allowed to do that? <laughs> Absolutely, you're allowed to do that. Um, so it works in different ways, right? So sometimes it's if they're not there, you hang something on the doorknob, whether it's an umbrella or a hat or a sock. Um, you just put something on the door so they know not to come in. Of course, if you're in a dorm, there's a lot of people around and they like to mess with you. So sometimes they'll take the thing off the door. Those are different stories for a different episode. Um, woo, it's a rodeo. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, sometimes it's, hey, someone's coming over or, hey, I need some time. Can I get 30 minutes or 15 minutes or two minutes, depending on whatever is going on? Um, but it's really about forming the kind of relationship with this person that you're going to be living with. And if you're in the dorms, you don't know that person most of the time. So, you know, it, it takes some extra energy to get there. Um but it's about forming the kind of relationship where you both give each other some space, right? And it's not always sexual space. Like sometimes you are studying and you need time alone, or sometimes you need to go to bed early because you have an, have an exam. So the conversation might start with, hey, I need to jack it or I need to jill it and I need some time or space. Wait, is there a gender neutral jack or jill? I would prefer a gender neutral one. Anyway. Masturbate. <laughs> yes, great, great one, great one. <laughs> But um, right, regardless of what you're going to do, if you start with those conversations earlier, it really opens up for a lot of other times where you need, you know, special conditions in the room, whether it's quiet or alone or, you know, like focus or you need to shut up, Andrew, because I talk a lot and I got a lot of um, messages from my roommates about I'm going to be studying tonight. You need to not be yourself. So I had to work really hard on talking less. Um, so there are lots of kinds of exile that I got sent in to because <laughs> of issues. Uh, no, but I mean, having these conversations early with roommates also will train you for the rest of your life with roommates that, you know, having a conversation about needing privacy is 100% okay. And everybody needs privacy. Also, I don't want to watch your porn or watch you masturbate or any of those other things, right? So it's being good. There are other solutions that we could talk about, though, that aren't communication based. Yeah. And I think that it's great to talk about these other options, too, because there can be cases where, yeah, you don't have a great relationship with a roommate because it's somebody that you are randomly paired with or where we expand this to thinking about, you know, oh, I'm living at my parents house or I'm living somewhere else that I can't for whatever reason communicate with them about this or really, really don't want to. And yeah, let's talk about some other solutions. Well, we'll talk about those in a minute right after these commercials. All right, everybody. Welcome back 
I hope we gave you enough private time uh, during the <laughs> commercial break. No, so we're talking about uh, moving into a dorm and not no- knowing how to handle your horniness, especially considering there's people around all the time. There's this person you don't know very well sleeping just a few feet away from you in a bed. So what do you do? Um, and we were talking about communication. And I think that's probably the best answer. Like, But if you're not willing to communicate, I have a couple things that I used to do. Um, I don't know about spring, uh, but one, I memorized all of my roommate's schedules. Like I knew when all of their classes were, I knew when their extracurriculars were. Um, sometimes if they were dating someone else, I knew the other person's as well. So, but, uh, it's not that hard to learn. You know, most of the time it's four or five classes, but you know, if they leave, you can pretty much assume that you're going to have a solid hour and a half of time to yourself. So just paying attention to when they come and go, uh, in their schedule, (laughs) Not when they come, just when they go. <laughs> I mean, also paying attention to when they come. Uh, it's a really easy way to handle it without having to have that kind of conversation. Um, yeah, I have a couple other suggestions I'll, 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 I'll say later. But that, that's a really super easy one. Pay attention to their schedule. Um, and depending on what your dorm floor looks like, usually there's some kind of shower. Uh, some dorms have their own private bathrooms. That's an easy peasy way to handle it. You know, like learn to masturbate in the shower or in the bathroom, um, automatically have some privacy. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's interesting because, um, thinking about the differences in the way that, um, different genders might masturbate and, um, people that have, um, clitoris is, we say clitoris is, right? That's so hard to say. Clitoris is. Clitoris is? <laughs> we'll have, might have more trouble masturbating in the bathroom or in the shower. And so um, it can be difficult to think about like um, other options depending on like how masturbation looks for you. Absolutely. Um, so... But but if you do need privacy, you can maybe get some in a bathroom. But, you know, one of the dorms that I lived in just had individual shower curtains and then a shower. And that was it. So there was very little privacy there. Uh, regardless of uh, your gender, if you're masturbating, you should have a cleanup plan in mind as well. We've talked about cleaning up sheets. We've talked about having sex towels. Um, most sex fluids have a smell. So your roommate will probably know if you were masturbating unless you have a plan to clean it up at the beginning. Um, so a lot of people are used to using like towels and socks at home. I would recommend investing in just some tissues or paper towels so you can take whatever fluids happen and dispose of them. Sometimes if you're masturbating in your dorm room, there's no sink. So cleanup is really different too. So just kind of come planned with all of that in mind. Uh, so you can have an easy exit strategy. Um, yeah. So shower can be good, but shower can also be pretty risky depending on what kind of dorm that you're in. Yeah. Um, and have that cleanup plan sort of in mind before you get going. Uh, also, if you are masturbating in the shower, make sure you wipe down if you're a male wherever the semen goes, right? You already should be wearing flip-flops in the shower, but just like wipe it up. Nobody wants to see that. Well, some people I'm sure want to see it, but I don't want to see that. So just make sure it's all cleaned up for me. <laughs> Spring's face is very funny right now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... Um... I just, I like thinking about, you know, because this question is specifically a like back to school time question and um, with college students, you know, moving into the dorms, um, 
but you know, we're in a very different year this year when we're thinking about going back to college and, you know, a lot of people are at home and are doing classes on zoom or some hybrid method. Um, and so, uh, a lot of people aren't going back to the dorms and that's why, you know, I'm just like also thinking about like these other things. And a lot of people that are living at home, um, might've already figured this out, like how they can find privacy at their homes, um, or with their parents. Um, but then also, you know, it can be hard if you have lived away. And so maybe, um, you were at the dorms for like the past couple of years and like, now you're not. Um, and so I think, you know, um, that negotiating these like, uh, terms of privacy, are really important. And like, this is something that we talked about in earlier coronavirus episodes, like when we were talking about, like, if you are um, quarantined with somebody, you know, and how you're kind of making space for yourself and making sure that the other person has space for themselves too. And um, so when you're talking about some of these things, the other thing that I wanted to bring up, because we were talking about like, what if you can't talk about this with your uh with the person or with parents or whatever, like you don't need to talk about it in terms of masturbation, right? So if you are um, wanting some private time for yourself, like you can talk about like how it's important for you to like have some quiet time or have some rest time or have some downtime where you just like feel like you can be fully yourself and have like the space totally to yourself. And, um, and I think you can ask for that. You can, that's something that, you know, you could maybe talk to somebody that, um, you don't feel comfortable talking about sexuality with, but you might be able to say like, you know, um, just, you know, like once a week, I just really want to be like totally myself, totally free here. Like, could we negotiate that? Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any other components? Oh, wait, there's one more really important thing we we should recommend, right? So you're feeling super horny and you don't know how to get off because you don't have privacy. There's always the option of dating, like getting to know people and like, you know, you're in college and there's lots of people around and you have a lot more freedom. So one of the things that you could do, you know, is find potential sexual partners and have safe sex with them, right? Make sure there should be condoms everywhere. Um, but that's one of the things that you, you know, you could do. This question did come from someone who said they had no sexual experience. So they felt like they were going to be the only source of their own sexual pleasure. But when you're in college, I mean, if you're going to experiment with sex before marriage, it's a great time if you choose to get married, right? I officiated a wedding this weekend and it was super fun. This is a shout out to Tom and Nancy. They were supposed to send me a question, but they didn't. Anyway. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else we want to say about this this week? I love this question. Thank you, whoever submitted it. Um, I hope that you can take some tips, uh, get some sex for yourself, some pleasure, some masturbation, and maybe reduce some of that anxiety and maybe reduce the horniness a little bit too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a tip for someone today? Just a tip. Um, we're at that point. Just my tip is, um, you know, we do have some other great strategies on um, 
reducing stress. Uh, there's a great episode on meditation, how it can also impact your health and your sex life as well. And I think, you know, going back to school and thinking of stress and thinking of like anxieties like that, this is a great time to go back, check that episode out. There's even a short meditation in it. Um, so that's my tip for today. Also think of other ways that you can chill out <laughs> chill out my tip is hey you're in college it's a great time to have a lot of fun and i hope that you do have a lot of fun but as you're starting to experiment and explore just make sure that you protect yourself and other people mm. yeah that's it so uh, if you have any questions or you will have any follow-up questions about this episode feel free to reach out to us we'll answer any question really at all about sex love relationships sexual health anything um, you can email us. We're thesexwrap at gmail.com. That's wrap with a W. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at thesexwrap. And you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good one. Thank you. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too... Af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious... Break Master Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.